Welcome to Your Soul, a podcast in Soul Talk by Yaz. This is part two of the amazing transformational conversation with Paola Michelle, registered yoga and meditation teacher, healer, and intuitive. Learn about the difference between twin flame, soulmate, and karmic relationship dynamics. Paola uncovers why twin flame relationships are meant to reveal your shadows and how they are rooted in unconditional love and support. Learn how to notice the truth behind what triggers you and what you experience in your relationships and understand more about your own truth and so much more. Thank you for being here, soul friend. Which now brings me to answering your question or whatever questions you have about relationships, because mm-hmm. relationships have everything to do with vibration. Yeah, no, 3000% they do. And it's like, yeah, just starting off with that story. The reason why I wanted to get into it is because when I was listening to your videos about like twin flame and like trauma bonds and karmic relationships, I was really reflecting on the relationship I have with my partner, where, as you were saying, it's a relationship where obviously it started on a very like high energetic, like vibrational connection, right? So we knew right off the bat that there was a a form of destiny played into this relationship you know but what i've noticed is that our relationship has also brought up so much healing so much understanding so much undigging and so much also mutual respect for our own healing journeys where it's kind of like like you said there is a form of soul sharing but there's also that form of like i want you to be the best version of you and i want to be the best version of me and that mutual understanding and because i don't know maybe because we were rooted in that connection of we are looking for this kind of love that is non-constrictive this love that is um nurturing that is growing that is supportive like let's move towards this kind of a thing you know but it has also been really difficult because i feel like it is those relationships Mm -hmm. that really open you up and they're like let's look in here and i'm gonna help you here and you're gonna help me heal you know vice versa but you know it's Mm -hmm. it it was just something i really want to get into because there's a lot of people and even i have a lot of friends who will say why can't i ever attract the right man into my life you know why does every man that come across me not value me for who i am you know and it's always that mindset of like well why isn't it happening you know and you're someone who has very good insight (laughs) on how this happens and how these relationships work so i don't know if maybe you want to explain like what yeah. twin flame is or what karmic bonds are or trauma bonds are as well um and yeah we can just get into it yeah you know what i'm so happy you brought this subject because this is one that needs to be blared out very very loudly and a lot of what i'm about to share is not only just an inner wisdom from my own personal experiences and the relationship that I now have, um, but also from the channelings from the guides and the ascended masters who work on this all the time. The reality is that there are three types of relationships in this life, right? In this you know dimension, which is soulmate relationships, which can be anyone. It could be your dog. Doesn't mean it needs to be romantic. It can be platonic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there are karmic relationships, which are relationships that take us through the poopiest parts of mm-hmm. um, what we are experiencing or what mm-hmm. we need to experience in order to get a growth. And usually when that karmic contract is up, um, the relationship falls apart because mm-hmm. there's no real dynamical or dynamic love mm-hmm. there. It's more wound. Mm-hmm. And then there is twin flames, which is a little bit of both. So it's not that it's karmic. Mm-hmm. Most twin flames, and here's the misconception, 
Um, people think that a twin flame relationship is a toxic, abusive, manipulative, you break up, you go on and off. No, it is not a twin flame relationship. That's still a karmic relationship. Mm -hmm. A twin flame relationship, a true twin flame, which the reality is a lot of people are living in this concept of thinking they're in a twin flame mm -hmm. when they're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of all the misconceptions, and this is not to blame, this is not to judge or anything, yeah. you know, because I, I can't tell someone, even if, even though I work on this, I can't tell you, you know, if you feel some type of way, then you feel some type of way and that's your journey and you will mm -hmm. find out at your own time. And I have to respect that. But my opinion is that twin flames are very rare from what mm -hmm. source told me. Yeah. And the way they work is two people come together because they share the same soul. Mm -hmm. The same soul as in the same karma, as in the same wounds. That doesn't mean that they're not karmic towards each other. It means that because they share the same soul, they have similar wounds you know, within themselves that are either opposite or complementary to yeah. the other in order for them to heal. Mm -hmm. A twin flame dynamic is a very rare and very spiritual experience between mm -hmm. two individuals. And when a twin flame relationship occurs, it is a lot of accelerate, uh, accelerated growth. Mm -hmm but for one purpose only. And the actual purpose, and, I, and here's the caveat, super simple to tell if you're in a twin flame relationship or not. When you're in a relationship, is your person leading you closer to God and to source or further away from it? Mm -hmm. Because a karmic relationship will have you so emotionally destroyed Mm -hmm. to where you are lost and you don't know where to run necessarily. Mm -hmm. A twin flame dynamic will reveal to you the parts of you that are unhealed, mm -hmm. yet they will still love you and they'll still be there for you with boundaries, with respect. Mm -hmm. And they will understand that it's not their job to save you because that's when exactly. it becomes very toxic. Yeah, it's, preaching. <laughs> so what they do is they hold space. Holding mm -hmm. space doesn't mean fixing. Holding space is a very feminine characteristic, is understanding mm -hmm. someone's suffering and going through something, but you're not necessarily going out there to save them. Yeah. And that's, I feel like as a society, we kind of have missed the, the mark. It's like, oh, we see someone cry and we want to just hug them, which we should, right? Mm -hmm. We can but we can't take away from what's going on because they're meant to experience that. It's okay to cry. It's okay to mess up. What's not okay is to mess up and not do anything about it and not feel guilty. Guilt mm -hmm. is okay. Mm -hmm. Contrary to popular belief, guilt is okay. So a twin flame dynamic holds the space for you to evolve, but you're both going to be going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Because what I've personally seen is when one person's triggered, the other person's triggered too. Mm -hmm. So they're both doing the work in order to heal. And the thing about twin flame dynamics is that when they connect, when they get triggered, they go away from each other. Not talking about physical separation. I just want to emphasize on that. <laughs> I'm talking about, let's say you're living in the same household, mm -hmm. like my partner and I, we trigger each other. 
-hmm. we go to our separate spaces mm -hmm. within the home and we go what to source did we go okay let's go internally because obviously something's wrong something's mm -hmm. off here and it might be reflected on the other person but it's also about discernment too because let's say my partner likes hard-boiled eggs And let's say I have a very deep subconscious bad experience with hard boiled eggs because it reminds me of my previous ex, mm -hmm. just an example. And he's just boiling them, but he's not doing anything wrong with them. He's not mm -hmm. questioning me. He's not being aggressive. And all of a sudden I get triggered and I'm just like really annoyed. That is not a him problem. That is yep. a me problem. Mm -hmm. So then it's my responsibility to say, okay, and it's okay to ask for help too, because I've done this too. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of feeling this. Could you maybe shed some light as to why you think this is happening? Oh, well, it's clear to me because, right? Because it's an outside person looking and they're like, oh, it's this. Yeah. So then what happens? I'd be triggered. I go to my room and I say, okay, what is happening? And then subconsciously the thought arises of, oh, it's because in my past, my ex used to hard boiled eggs before him and I would get into a huge fight. Mm-hmm. And it would turn really chaotic. Yeah. There's also this misconception too that twin flames either, you know, it's a toxic relationship because you're constantly triggering each other. And that is also not the truth. Um, any relationship is going to trigger you. And if you read Conversations with God, there is a chapter that talks about this. Relationships are meant to be teachers. They're meant to be teaching you. So whether you're with a soulmate or a twin flame or a karmic, you're going to be triggered. That is a normal part of life. That's how you grow in relationships. Mm -hmm. The perfect relationship does not exist because perfect doesn't exist the way we think it does. Mm -hmm. Now, the difference is when you're in the right relationship, regardless of labels, right? Let's just throw the labels completely out the window and just forget about that. The right relationship encourages growth, but it also holds the space for you to be who you are unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And unconditional means that no conditions, no judgment, no fear, but it's also about understanding. And I read this thing a while ago that always stuck to me. And it said a relationship with the wrong person, whether you consider that karmic, A relationship with the wrong person, when you have an argument, it turns into an even bigger argument with no resolution, no dead ends, right? It's like a, it's like a dead end. There's no way to go, no solution. When you are with a divine counterpart, whether it's a soulmate or a twin flame, you might argue, you might have your ups and downs, But there's always a middle ground. There's always compassion. There's always a resolution and you grow stronger from it. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't want to advocate. I'm not talking about abuse. I'm not talking about, you know, breaking on and off every single week, every day. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the normal things where you get upset and you storm off the room mm -hmm. And the normal human emotions that, contrary to popular belief, are normal. Yeah. Are normal and need to be addressed in relationships. So that is the difference in a nutshell, right? In relationships. And you'll know karmic relationships because you'll feel constantly depleted. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, a, a sure way to tell also about twin flame dynamics specifically is that you might go through hard points in your life, but the person you become afterwards, it's like a phoenix rising. So it's like you burn and then from the ashes you rise. And then all of a sudden, when you do your inner work, when you heal, when you let go of these beliefs, the relationship gets better. Yeah. And then you fall more in love and then you grow together. And then next thing you know, it's like something new comes around the corner or you're able to tap into your life purpose and say, okay, I just went through that. I want to help people who are also going through that. Mm-hmm. Or I want to write my book or, oh, cool. Like there's a sense of inspiration and relief in that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So um, that is a, a difference. And not that you can't have this with soulmates either, because you definitely can. Mm-hmm. But a soulmate relationship is more, it's not as tumultuous, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and the reason being is because it's not a fast paced soul relationship. I also want to note that twin flame relationships, because they're very fast paced, because it's one person who has the same soul, mm-hmm. usually source uses them together for one mission together Mm. that they have to bring about so they never stray because their mission is usually one that's from a higher purpose so more spiritually inclined Mm -hmm. um, is what you see as as in regard to a soulmate like I said you have similarities you have that instant attraction Mm -hmm. but you don't have those triggers like deep childhood Mm -hmm. triggers because you know twin flames is about deep childhood you out kind of thing (laughs) Yeah, it's like you are put on the spot and then you get to discover parts of you that you've never seen, both Mm -hmm. beautiful sides, not so beautiful sides, your shadow is the first thing that comes out. And then this like dynamic, but at the same time, it's like part of you is like, oh my God, this is crazy. But part of you is like, oh my God, this is crazy. I love it though, because I'm Mm -hmm. getting stronger and I'm learning and I'm growing and the passion and the love, everything is so amplified. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't get this with a soulmate, but it's important. And it doesn't mean that either relationship is best or worse yeah. or least. Mm-hmm. It just means they're too different. And it just depends what life path you chose here in this lifetime mm-hmm. and who you want to experience that with, because it's always a choice. A relationship is a choice. You choose mm-hmm. each other every day. And that is the reality of it. Yeah. And I really do believe that, that it's always a choice because it's like, yes, I I believe that there is a love and there's a feeling that's inexplicable and that there is, you know, that that exists. Those feelings exist. But ultimately for you to continue, even if you are in that that twin flame relationship, you have to continually choose to continue to do that deep inner earth shattering work and still be Mm -hmm. there. And like you said, allow the other person to do so. And that's a choice. And like you said, unconditional, ultimately, I believe is a choice if you sit in the unconditional. What I wanted to say also is that I thought it was very perfect what you said that twin flame or just any relationship is unconditional, but specifically a twin flame relationship is a constant choice. Mm -hmm. And here's why not everyone's a twin flame. Because the dynamic is so extreme, And I don't mean extreme again in toxicity. I mean extreme in the sense of like 
baby, you got to love doing a lot of inner work because that's what the relationship is, is Mm -hmm. we're always doing inner work. Obviously, we're always getting triggered. We're always doing inner work. But specifically in this dynamic, it's very, very hard not to do the inner work because Mm -hmm. even if you choose not to do it, it's going to come up in other ways and shadow aspects and triggers and Mm -hmm. you being annoyed for no reason, which we're all, we're all guilty of, right? No no judgment here, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it also is the most rewarding kind of relationship because you truly have someone that understands you on a deep Mm -hmm. soul level that gets you, that supports you and that is in it with you long term Mm -hmm. when you make that commitment but it is a choice and i'll be honest with you i've had my fair share of poopy moments in my relationship and i've made mistakes and Mm -hmm. um you know shown shadow parts of myself that i'm not necessarily fond of but at the same time healing is not about shutting off the parts of you that are not the deem as acceptable. Mm-hmm. Healing is about unconditional love, which means loving even the darkest parts of you, even mm-hmm. if you're competitive or even if you're jealous sometimes. Because when you love those parts of you, guess what? They don't have control over you. Mm-hmm. When you accept things, no longer can your shadow just go, hey, girl, this is a problem. Then you can respond back and say, hey, it's not because I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. And at, at the same time, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But there is this, this culture, this stigma that we constantly need to heal ourselves or like mm-hmm. we're not enough. And when we do that, when we overstress ourselves, because these relationships are naturally healing. They're, you're mm-hmm. gonna heal naturally. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that sometimes it does take that extra work. It will take extra work and effort. And that's what a twin flame relationship is, is two people learning from each other, with each other, for each other, but also collectively for others as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, that's why I say, not many people are twin flames because it takes very strong souls. Not that a lot of viewers aren't this who are watching, but really think about it. Think about the relationship you have and think about how you honestly feel, right? Sit with yourself very honestly. So a lot a lot of people are, you know, probably in a soulmate relationship mm-hmm. or a karmic relationship. It doesn't matter. The label is not what matters. Mm-hmm. It's how you feel. Because regardless of what relationship it is, you're still going to grow from it Mm -hmm. and you're going to become stronger. But I understand that there is this concept, predominantly a human concept, that talks about us needing to know what we're in. And I get it. It makes it easier. And again, you can go to many mediums. You can go to your guides. People can say that you are a twin flame, but you won't truly know until you just know you get the feeling and let me tell you something sometimes it's not fun it's not something that you want to be out here advertising because guess Mm -hmm. what it's very intense and that's Mm -hmm. the reality of it and i feel like you know being really transparent i feel like 
people either think they're in there mm -hmm. because either they want to make sense of the situation, which I don't blame them. Mm -hmm. But the reality is in a, in a true twin flame dynamic, based on the channelings and my understanding is mm -hmm. inherently you always run back to each other. You're, you're mm -hmm. with each other. Yeah. When you separate, then you separate. Mm -hmm. But more often than not, you don't have this whole dynamic. Like some people talk about the running and chasing. I don't know if you've heard of this concept, mm -hmm. like the runner and chaser, which is when mm -hmm. one person is like, avoiding the inner work and the other ones like already aligned mm -hmm. and there's a misconception people think this is a physical thing mm -hmm. typically typically you see this um predominantly in the man the man's mm -hmm. usually the one that's a little disconnected not all the time but a yeah. good portion of the time mm -hmm. and then the woman's the one that's chasing in the dynamic mm -hmm. and that's why these people separate but the reality is when spirit is talking about the runner and chaser when dolores cannon and all these people talk about twin flames because they talk about it all the time mm -hmm. they say it's not a physical thing it's an emotional thing mm -hmm. so you'll still be in the relationship but there'll be always one partner where the spiritual works comes easier for and yeah. the other one kind of rebels against it. And that is the runner and chaser dynamic, mm -hmm. not literally running and chasing after each other. Yeah. So that's also another misconception that people have. And um, something that I've personally seen through clients and people and myself is that it's more of an emotion. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of ways to tell um, twin flame relationships from soulmate relationships. Mm -hmm. They're very different. Every one of them is very different energy. There's no right or wrong, but um, it's important to be educated and it's important to understand the mm -hmm. strong, like the strengths and the weaknesses of all these relationships so that you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And I don't know, like, again, like full transparency here. So while you were like really explaining and going to, into depth, about kind of what the whole twin flame like dynamic is and like for example you're saying like it's really difficult it's not necessarily something that you're like yay you know <laughs> it's yeah. a twin flame kind of a thing you know um but i was getting emotional i wanted to cry because truthfully i was feeling like and i have not gotten too much even into what twin flame or nothing like that is i haven't myself so i'm learning from everything you're saying but i was getting emotional because it almost made me realize that with my partner I love him more than I even allow myself to realize, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes, like you said, we're doing so much of our work and also facing our shadows and doing these things. But then I realize, but at the end of the day, we've chosen unconditionally, you know, yeah. that we are there for that journey and for that experience. And it was making me emotional to hear you like even like talk about it because it put things into perspective. Definitely. I hadn't heard yeah. it that way. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And if it, if it obviously makes you emotional, it means that there's a lot of resonance within mm -hmm. what I say. Not because what I'm saying is amazing, but because your soul yeah. on a deep level either sees itself mm -hmm. as that or sees the value in what is being exchanged. And mm -hmm. like I said, I, I think it's become this thing where people 
commercialize Twin Flames. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that it's so much more than that. And it's a lot deeper. It's a lot deeper than just bonding over someone because of past. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, my partner and I aren't bonded because of the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have similar past, but we predominantly also bonded because our futures are very much aligned mm -hmm. and very much in the same step. So, you know, you'll see this in karmic relationships and even in just friendships who are karmic, right? Because it doesn't have to be just relationships. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is any kind of relationship, friendship, whether loving or romantic or, or non-romantic. And what you see is that if you are around people that fit your past, that mm -hmm. is karmic. Mm. But if you're around people that fit your future and that help you grow and step outside your comfort zone, mm. that's how you know you're in alignment. And a yeah. twin flame relationship is about constantly being aligned mm -hmm. to source, to God, to yourself, and to your purpose. Whether your purpose is just to be a stay-at-home mom, that's a that's an awesome purpose. Yeah. Some of us just came here to just love, to be, to love, and it's yeah. not... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not just just to say just. No, but yeah. we, came, we came here, you know, just to be and be light and regardless of what that is. But we have all these outside stressors and that's also what a twin flame relationship shows you, especially if you are in opposite sex twin flame relationships, mm -hmm. right? Let's say we have a masculine and a feminine. Both parties associate themselves as masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when they're in a twin flame dynamic specifically, um, twin flame relationships are all about really embodying because they come directly from this energy of literally sharing a soul. Mm -hmm. That means one of the souls is more feminine because it's one of the halves. Mm -hmm. And then the other one's more masculine, which is the other half, right? So when you get drawn into a twin flame relationship, these roles really become very well known, even if you didn't care about it before, because you'll notice how as a feminine, you begin to drop more into your feminine energy. So less doing, more being, mm -hmm. right? And you'll know because your partner, your masculine, will annoy you, will trigger you so that you do go and do that inner intuitive work. And then you will motivate that masculine or trigger him into him getting work done mm -hmm. and going out there and accomplishing this and doing this and doing that. And simultaneously, when you come together, it creates this beautiful polarity of I give you two of cups energy, like we say in tarot, I give mm -hmm. you, you give me, I give mm -hmm. you, you give me. And then it's like this never ending yin yang cycle of yeah. both dark, which is feminine and light, which is masculine. So it's a cohesive relationship. And the whole journey of Twin Flames is that eventually, eventually, both of these souls will heal enough, more than enough, to where they don't trigger each other. Mm. And then they can happily coexist. And this is, this, this does happen. This is possible. This is a very possible thing. But it does take time. It takes trust. It takes letting your guard down. Mm -hmm. It takes the mixing. And in reality, right, it takes so long that we probably will, will get there by the time we ascend 
in mm-hmm. his life, right? Yeah. But, for, but for now, right, it's about the enjoyment. And it's so funny the because the process, you, you got you to gotta trust the process, right? And that's hard sometimes. It's hard when triggers are coming up, when um, things are said, when you are wounded. But, you know, if you find yourself in a twin flame dynamic or just a soulmate or any sort of dynamic, and you're with someone you really care about and you want to grow with, regardless of the labels, right? And it's not a, a toxic relationship, right? No abuse, none of that, no disrespect. Um, just take some time when you're upset. Mm-hmm. It takes some time. Sometimes we're just so upset over the silliest things that have nothing to do with what's even currently happening. Mm-hmm. has more to do with what's going on in the past. Even with your parents, think back. Your, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, think back. It might have not been what they did in that moment. It might have been what they might have shadowed in a yeah. way. And it got you to believe that it was the same thing, which is why the mindfulness is so important in being the observer before reacting. Yeah, and it's like knowing that our own powers and our ability when we get triggered is Mm -hmm. what do we do, right? And that's something that I myself have been working so much on is trying to identify, okay, when this happens, what is actually being triggered inside of me? Because like you said, it's usually not necessarily what people say. It's sometimes our own limiting beliefs that we have inside of ourselves that are no longer serving us, but that we're holding on to that we need to like look forward or yeah maybe it's things that we're afraid to face and they're getting like you know tapped at and we're not ready so we're Mm -hmm. you know trying to uh, hold on to it you know but yeah yeah, there's so much power and i think taking always that moment for yourself and coming back to yourself and sitting with yourself and i'm like you i'm like it is really tough for me sometimes to like sit down and go you know inward but i've even had that message the past three days i keep on like feeling like okay i think i need to like sit down by myself for like a good couple hours and see what comes so i was like i really need to prioritize that today since we're even having this convo but sometimes you know you even have to listen to that there's like a whisper or a voice inside of you saying hey it's time to take that moment to take that deep meditation or that deep reflection to be with yourself and see what is there that is trying to get your attention you know so yeah yeah and you can do it in many different ways it doesn't have to just be like extensively meditating Mm -hmm. and something I've noticed and I I also want to say this is really important and something I learned recently is that when you meditate when you sit down there is two ways to meditate there is a masculine aspect of meditation Mm -hmm. and a more feminine feminine meditation is when you go into your body Mm-hmm. So inside, and you get to see where in your body you feel discomfort. Mm-hmm. For example, which of your chakras feel like like there's something wrong, right? Let's mm-hmm. say someone gives you a compliment and you're triggered and you're like, okay, where is this? You're not going to sit in meditation and go to 5D, right? Or mm-hmm. just higher consciousness yeah. and look for it up there. Although that's what I used to do, mm-hmm. being really transparent. No, <laughs> you're going to go in your body and say, where? Oh, my heart. That really bothered me. Yeah. Why did that bother me though? And then when you do that, when you go into your body, that's a more feminine way of seeing, okay, where's the discomfort and the disease? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not to say one's better than the other. It's just that. Primarily when there are triggers, you have to go in the body. And then when you are wanting to manifest or 
get things done or have this blissful experience, Mm -hmm. you go up. So it's like the saying, it says like, as above, so below. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, there's two powerful energies that you can use. But when we are talking about doing the inner work, it's actually in the body. And you have to like explore that and really dive into that. And, you know, a huge shout out to my boyfriend for being a wonderful teacher for that. Yeah. He's <laughs> I been love great. That. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been great at, you know, and, and you know, it's another thing about relationships, too, that I've honestly had a hard time with is relationships are going to teach you and it's OK for your partner to also teach you. And that, you know, that's something my ego did not like. I'm like, listen, mm. buddy, I'm <laughs> the feminine. I'm the yeah. most intuitive one. Like mm-hmm. you don't tell me how to heal. Mm-hmm. So, but no, it's 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 funny because he's got superpowers and things that he does that are quite frankly very different from myself yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you can always teach people and 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 learn, right? Always a student, never a teacher, like yeah. the saying says. <laughs> exactly. Always learning. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, We like literally talked about so much that I know is going to benefit so many people. I know Mm -hmm. already transformed my soul in a lot of ways as well. And uh, I just am so grateful for you taking the time to share all of your expertise and enlighten a lot of us with everything that you've also received and everything you've learned. And I'm just so grateful. And I do want to give you time as well to share with whoever's listening or watching. Um, where can they find you? Where they, where can they support you or possibly get in touch with you or what you offer? Um, but yeah, go ahead. Go for that. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I wanted to say, you know, a genuine thank you. I'm so happy that you reached out and... Well, you also responded, right? Because I was the one who called. No, no. I mean, I'm glad you answered my initial call, though. Or, well, your mom felt yeah. like we needed to talk. So thank you. Yeah. No, and, and I'm so grateful, honestly. This has been such an awesome experience. And it just reminds me so much of how awesome it is to connect with people. Because I feel like we've forgotten about that a lot ever since everything's happened i feel like our world has changed so it's great and thank you so much for that and for holding the space and just for allowing me to also share some of my little wisdom that i've you know (laughs) collected over the last couple (laughs) years but um yes i basically what i've been doing is helping women heal Mm -hmm. um but that also doesn't come to say that i don't help just anyone doesn't matter whether you're going through your spiritual awakening or just needing help healing and needing coaching and guidance. Right now, I have my website that's under construction because <laughs> I'm getting ready to uh, launch a couple of new things. But nice. the next thing I'm going to launch is co- coaching containers, mm-hmm. uh, sessions, uh, personal sessions where you can ask questions and get guidance. And we we help. We I help you navigate those parts of you, whether it is through wisdom, whether it is through guidance from source, from spirit, from God. Mm -hmm. And we all have this connection, this unique connection, but sometimes we need someone else and an outside perspective to help us. And then I also heavily focus on women and feminine empowerment. I just launched a free women's group where anyone, it's all inclusive and anyone can join. If you want to be surrounded by women and feel empowered and just grow. And we usually share a lot of free stuff on there. I post little readings, motivational messages, and you can find me on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well at Paula Michelle. And um, yeah, and my website too at paulamichelle.com. 
all of that stuff. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Anyone that's listening or watching, please go and support everything that she's doing. As you can tell from the call, it's a beautiful soul. <laughs> and <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I really am hoping that some people go and also are able to receive your message and possibly take the time to work with you as well. I am, for one, a big advocate for doing like life coaching and getting that other perspective mm -hmm. because for me, you know, I've been in therapy for years, right? But for me, what really helped me get to a place of making actual change was my life coach you know so she helped me change my life and help guide mm -hmm. me right it's not about she didn't do anything for me right she was helping me go within myself and that's why i'm saying like if you if anyone listening feels slightly even inclined to try that different way you know and try a right. coach or get into that like go for it you know do it you never know and Maybe, maybe Paola is the person that yeah. you need to, you know, maybe, maybe she is like, go, like, you know, go, go for it's, it. So it's so great. You say that too, a really quick one last note mm -hmm. is yeah. I, I'm so happy that you did that. And not, it's not to say that therapists don't work. Yeah. Um, but the thing about therapy is that it only goes into just one level of consciousness. Exactly. And there's a lot of depth. There's the mm -hmm. subconscious and there's the super conscious, which is the one that creates everything you see. So unless those problems are not like navigated properly, they're going to constantly repeat themselves. And remember that your subconscious mind is what creates your reality and the things that you see. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to get someone to help you. Doesn't mean we're going to do the work for you, right? Because mm -hmm. we have our own work we have to do. But it could be that we've already been where you're at and we learned how to navigate it and we can help you do it in an easier, more successful way than we did. And if we can always give back and share, then I think that's that's awesome. So, you know, I always I always encourage people to seek some sort of like, you know, person or like, mm -hmm. a counselor or a life coach, especially yeah. a life coach that really like a spiritual person that can really read you and you resonate with. That's another thing. Don't just go with me because it's like, ah, that's what's shy and shiny. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's uh, uh, shining brightly. Yeah. It's like, no, it, go with your gut and exactly. go with what you feel. A coach, I always say this, is you're exchanging energy and you yeah. have to always protect your energy mm -hmm. and go with the person that aligns with your soul the most. Exactly. Yes. And I love that you say that. And that's why I tell people, if you feel it like inside of you and you'll mm -hmm. feel it, right? There are people that yeah. will listen and will feel it. Go for it. Trust it and just say, maybe this is what you need to, yeah. you know, because when I took that chance it was when I really started to really get those yeah. messages when I started getting the internal work actually done, you know, <laughs> because what you said, I never yeah. thought about it that way, but you're so true is that there's only so far that therapy goes right. Mm -hmm. And doing the life coaching and having her name is Emily. Hey, Emily, yeah. if you're listening, I'm going <laughs> to, she's, I'm going to send it to her. She's going to hear, <laughs> um, but what Emily has helped me like get to do is go to that deeper layer of myself and uncover things that I didn't even know were there you know and really get yeah. into it whereas when i was doing therapy it was very much just like let's just talk about everything that's like presently like a, an issue or a problem and let's yeah. just kind of like get through it but there's no deep peace that they're helping yeah. you get to in my opinion it's not bad right yeah but they're not helping you get to a place where you are finding yourself again or transforming 
back to yourself. Yeah, you, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. No, and you it's said different. it great. It, it makes a lot of sense. I, and then there's nothing wrong with therapy. I used to be yeah. in therapy too mm -hmm. for a while. But the issue is that you either talk about the past or talk too much about the present. Yeah. But you don't go in to actually heal where the problem is. And sometimes talking about it is the first step. But then the second step is how can we transcend it and transmute it, which means accepting it. How do we do that? How do how do we do that? Because if not, then we're just going through this constant cycle of just talking things out, but that's not necessarily releasing it. And in some yeah. cases, talking it out helps. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of deep traumatic cases, it needs more delicacy it needs more things it needs to be more delicate more concise in certain mm -hmm. areas and i just I, I love coaches but yes you definitely use your discernment and yeah. <laughs> you pick the best one that you can that aligns with your soul path and your purpose mm -hmm. and who you are as a person yes uh, i love that soul friend thank you so much for listening to part two of the conversation with paula michelle this soul talk was so motivating transformational and i really felt like it helped me open my heart chakra i just felt so complete and at peace after it because of the power of all the wisdom and insight that i learned from even just having the conversation so if you feel the same please 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 be sure to support paola check out her socials and go on her website and check out her free women's healing group so be sure to support her as well if you are watching this and you are interested in participating in a soul talk, please know that everyone has a story to share. And if you are being called, it's because something within you is telling you that it is time to share your truth and share your story. So when you are ready, I will be here for you, soul friend. Reach out, don't be shy, and I hope you all have an amazing day.